Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lokia Kehenge, your weekly, bi-weekly, question mark, podcast in which we talk about mental health and culture. Now, you guys know it's been an interesting few months we've had going on over here in terms of literally everything. But of course, we have the wonderful Akasha sisters over here. Hi! Of this project and literally make it happen. Hello, Benahil and Ginza. Hi. Hi. Hi from afar, yet very close. Yeah. So we're trying something new, <laughs> something for our um, original viewers and, and, and newcomers alike. Um, we're doing this remote. Like, if that doesn't help in, in terms of understanding what this episode is about, I mean, you probably read the title already. <laughs> um, I don't know what does because we're essentially quote-unquote working from home yeah recording this podcast right (laughs) so um yeah so without further ado today or rather tonight we're going to be talking about the coronavirus and how it's impacted all of us my god yes social distancing at its finest um we're not the first broadcast to do it but you know definitely one of them uh it's so nice to see you first of all we have taha here on zoom um, which is amazing. Uh, I love the fact that this is happening in 2020, where like we've literally seen so many examples of beautiful virtual gatherings happen. Yeah. It's like before, like we go into how this has really impacting us all, or still is like you know impacted us all like extremely negatively. I think that it's worth pulling out some of the more you know fun examples that I've of seen. Of course right yeah um my favorite being the concerts from the couch uh what what about you guys have you guys seen that i love those i heard about it <laughs> i have yet to participate in one because my room's already a concert because i'm always blasting music but you know what i i need to do that yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mean my friend she's a big raver she was throwing raves in her room and sending us uh, snaps about that so that was really funny nice. And another thing I really like was the news channel doing the weather oh. from home. Yeah. That was really fun. Oh, that was so cute where they had like their little earbuds in yeah. and they're like yeah. talking about the weather. Yeah. yeah. There's a screen over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was like saying, oh, yeah, my husband helped me set this up. So it was really nice. That is I like cute. That. That is cute. Our um, our uh, batch, our classmates, just had a virtual lunch, and so we were able to see each other after like m- a lot of the faces, like after a year or yeah. so. Um, wow. And a f- yeah, so it was like a whole hour's worth of lunch. It was really nice. Um, but yeah, some some like fun examples of like how people have been like literally coming together um, now that this crazy virus has you know literally forced us apart. Um, you know, yeah. absolutely. That's a good way to put it. Yep. Um, so one of the ways that the virus has sort of um, pulled us apart from each other is through university and colleges and even um, some school districts, too. Yeah. And that is through distance learning. So a lot of our, our classmates that we used to see, you know, on a weekly basis, on a daily basis, um, are now, you know, we don't get to see them as often. and they switched to this thing called distance learning via Skype or Zoom. And we still see each other's faces, but it's not the same as being in class mm-hmm. and engaging with your friends. You yeah. Because when you engage in, in a classroom with your friends, I feel like there's a completely different vibe to learning. This is just my two cents on it. However, I, I do really like how you made the point of looking at the positive side. And the positive side is that 
we can still have class yeah. because of the technology. Right. And I think that is so beautiful. Agreed, because otherwise, I mean, think about it for a second. Even this, if, if this had been not only, um, I wouldn't even say like long, it would, if this would have been like 10, 12 years ago, yeah. our internets would not have been stronger. Absolutely. We wouldn't, we would have some technology, but not like all technology to like maybe one on ones could happen, but like definitely not where like, like group, calling. group calls. Like Zoom wasn't a thing. No. Screen sharing, which is so important in like, um, creative fields i feel like like i'm going through you know you always got to show your work you know so that that's really nice the screen recording i really appreciate that (laughs) totally and so like you know the ability for hundreds of people to join while one person sings from their couch is amazing you know something that wouldn't have been possible yeah yeah i had a guy uh uh-huh i had uh in my tuesday class this guy was um joining us while he was driving probably not the safest but he had to like go pick up something from work and it was super important but he was still there so that was that was also something to note how amazing it's awesome like the convenience of uh, of you know having this app or having Mm. that ability to communicate even though we're not together is just is just you know, I still can't fathom. I mean, we do really take it for granted. Yeah. Right. You know, and one of the other cool features I like uh, besides screen sharing is that we can, you know, go on to this thing called breakout rooms. Mm-hmm. So like we'll be in a class together and then we'll have like a group assignment, like in my counseling major, um, we would have like mock sessions. Mm-hmm. So, he, so our professor would break us apart into like ABC, group ABC, and then like disperse the students amongst those uh, respected groups. Right. It's just so cool to be able to do that from far away. Yeah. yeah. You know, but these are the positive sides of distance learning and how we have all transitioned because of the virus. However, I believe that the negative side of distance learning because of the virus is that, you know, you're in your pajamas, you're comfortable, you're not in the work zone. I mean, yeah. I can transition into the work zone just by hearing my professor's voice. Right. However, when I'm not in a classroom and I don't have that pen ready and I'm not looking at the screen and I'm not doing my commute to class, it doesn't feel the same. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's been taking, I think, a huge mental toll on everybody. Like you break out of that routine. Um like you said, you're not commuting. During commuting, you're working on whatever. Then you get to school and you're working, working, working all day. Like, it's a it's a routine, you know? And um, mm-hmm. yes, during the meetings, you're, like, super inspired and listening to the professor and everything. And you're, like, okay, like, taking all these notes. But for me, at least, as soon as I just, like, sh- end the meeting, shut my laptop off, it's, like, I go to my couch and I just, like, blah, like, sleep, you know? It's not like, like in school, like, you end class and then, you know, like, you just got to go downstairs to the lab and just start working. Um, Mm -hmm. so that's definitely been really hard for me yeah so I guess an important lesson right like even as we I read a lot of tech articles and you know uh, my whole Twitter is what I call design Twitter Mm -hmm. Um, so everybody's been terming this as like a funny experiment way before anybody asked for it you know in which we are all thinking of quote-unquote the future Mm. of you know remote working where we are already shifting our industry is shifting towards uh you know remote workspaces and real workspaces are not a thing etc so everybody's calling this an experiment that nobody wanted right but i think that one uh key takeaway that already is evolving and this is not over yet by any means of course as we all know but a key takeaway is that no matter how flawless your internet connection becomes or the user experience of a software becomes, we all crave one-on-one 
face-to-face human interaction. Absolutely. Right. We are social beings at the end of the day. I don't yeah. care if you're introvert, extrovert, or somewhere in between. Yeah. We are social beings. I mean, we know this about animals, too. Like, they thrive in groups. I mean, there right. are moments, of course, where they, you know, they need to leave the pack and be alone or be with just one other person. Right. However, if we're talking in a general aspect, we are social beings. And you know what? Like, I love my alone time. Yeah. But mm. now I think alone time has also crossed its limits. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's like I really do crave that interaction. Like, it's nice to see family members and people who you're already quarantined with. However, it's like, what about your friends? Like, what about like just going out, you know? And it's like, I know that there's going to be some people listening to this saying that we're being dramatic by not leaving the house. However, in my case, like, I physically cannot go outside and risk my or my family's health because of my history with asthma and having um severe cases of like hepatitis and pneumonia in in my past so um i don't want to you know because of that immuno being immunocompromised before in my medical history i don't want to be like okay body you're healthy now but please now you know, go into a zone that's unhealthy. Yeah. And even if I was a completely healthy person, I mean, like most people who are complaining about not going out, is that you're still going to come home and you might transfer that virus to someone else. 100%. And you bring up a really good point. This is not about being dramatic. And I think that this is one thing that not a lot of people are understanding, especially, unfortunately, from, uh, you know back home in Pakistan we were talking to our friend this morning a very good family friend and the first cases are just popping up there yeah she was telling us that you know they're comparing these numbers to when it started to happen in Italy and the numbers they're seeing right now in Pakistan are double what Italy was facing at the moment of this particular time in the virus being spread yeah. yeah stage one and people are literally defying the existence of the virus they just don't believe in it. They don't believe in it. Uh, crazy stories of like people coming from Iran or other places that have, you know, literally protested at sites of quarantines and, uh, you know, escaped. run police <laughs> over. Yeah, run the police over oh and escaped. And, you know, and like we're talking about not one or two people here. We're talking about in the hundreds. And so imagine the kind of um i don't know spread yeah that people from those kinds of places and countries can face and this is not a problem with just this virus it's a problem overall in you know specifically i guess our culture yeah where we we think that we know better we know better than the experts absolutely and it's like when because it's not our reality so we don't believe in it when it once it hits us i mean i'm guilty for this when it hit us i was like okay you know what we're gonna handle it mm-hmm. nothing's gonna happen yeah but now that we have like, this plethora of information via the technology that we all carry in our pockets right um we you and everyone who's listening to this should very well know that this is no joke no, and this yeah. is a very serious thing i don't care if you think that you're in an area that will never get infected or you had only two cases it's still serious because yeah. remember, this is a reminder to every single college university institution or business that crisis will come how will we handle it right how will we interpret it right and i guess like because we really did not have 
or at least from my own experience, I feel I'm not talking for like any measures or governments or whoever could have taken the appropriate measures at the right time, to be honest. <laughs> um, you know, for myself, like we really did not have enough time to prepare, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, no, just three weeks ago, everything was fine. Everything was fine. See, Life was going right on, like people were going out for coffee, everybody was going for like whatever. Everything was fine. It just, I don't even, I can't even pinpoint the exact day that like everything just came because it all happened so, so fast exactly yeah. right <laughs> but now though it's funny because it feels like it's been going on forever right. you know that we've been You're in quarantine right. and for, like forever i don't know so i'm a big proponent of the of of well i really like this quote is what i'm trying to say and that's the grass is always greener on the other side like right. every time i would go visit pakistan I'd be like man it's so much fun here everyone's here we're having fun we're going out we're coming home at like 3 a.m i mean i could do that here too but it was like oh it was a different vibe right yeah. but then when i'm here i miss there right but then when i'm there i miss here yeah kind of similar to what crisis we're going through right now when we weren't in crisis and you told me that I didn't have to go to school and I Zoom from home, I'd be like, hell yeah. 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 And now that I'm in it, I kind of miss going to school. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what no, I mean? I, Same thing yeah. with going out with coffee, going out for coffee. It's like, you know, if you were to tell me that, I, that you know, I could cancel all my plans and just be lazy and, and, and you know, chill at home, I'd be like, hell yeah. But now that I'm deprived from it, I'm like, I want to go out. Yeah. yeah. I don't think anyone's going to take it for granted again. <laughs> I don't think so. You know, (laughs) like I, um, like I took school so for granted, you know, and now just to like, just be like, oh, like I'm actually never going to go back again. Like I will, but you know, that whole, like, yes, I was a senior and I'm actually not going to go back again and actually remember the last Tuesday that I was in school and how excited I was to leave and just come back home. And I like had no idea that was the going to be the last time i was going to be in school so like everybody takes it so for granted and after this i think we can all learn something that just like don't cancel those plans like if you have to you have to but like don't cancel them you know just go out sis sorry (laughs) it is what it is but you're absolutely you know what i think i think that really does sum it up and that's it is what it is like honestly it i mean but you're right about appreciating the moments that you have because it's sort of like we're not granted the next time we're going to see our parents or i mean yeah. it's a sad truth and we're not we're not um necessarily uh owed the world doesn't owe us time with our siblings the world doesn't owe us time with our parents like we need to be like okay anything if if a pandemic can happen at any second <laughs> then any then all the other crises can happen at any second as Very well true. so it's just important to be mindful that you know treat every moment like it's it was gonna be like your final moment agreed yeah i mean i know it's kind of dark to say that but yeah you know what like being alone for four weeks and and being with family i i do feel comfortable saying that right it's true and you've always heard that that like treat every moment as it's your last but i for like personally i never really implemented it because like like it was just a quote to me but now that we're actually going through this i'm like wow that actually like means something so that was that like hit hard I feel like like it's not a cliche anymore. Yeah, exactly. Your life, exactly. You know? So, what Manal really just to touched on is like very important. A lot of people, um, the, again, talking about the mental health aspect of it, Manahil is actually one of those classes that might get their commencement canceled, and you know this is—it's not an easy thing. You work on I'm something sorry. for four years, yeah. right? Well, it's uh, it's uh, everybody, right? Unfortunately, yeah, like all of the classes of 2020, like going from high school, like middle school, to all the way up to college, to masters, you know, like all the classes of 2020. 
it sucks, <laughs> but what you gonna do? Wow, I, I this is new to me. I mean, I know we've talked this week, but I was unaware, and I'm sorry to hear that. It's yeah. yeah. I mean, there's worse things going on, but that's a that's a really good way to put it. But at the same time, it's like yes, this happened, and and you know because of the worst things happening in our lives it affected something yeah. that you were looking forward to and i know i mean like i'm very bad with expectations and i feel like my expectations for next year's graduation are already so grand that because of this situation i'm kind mm-hmm. of trying to tone myself down you know because you showed you shared this story with me i mean who's to say i mean i really hope this is not the c- case uh, and god forbid yeah. we don't know what 2021 holds we yes, exactly. Know, I mean, this is a reminder to us to stop over planning. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, don't over plan. Oh my god. How many, including myself, I well, I'm just gonna lay down all the cards and say I planned. I was the over planner for twenty twenty. You me, see me. You see <laughs> the giant calendar up there having planned every quarter of the year, etc. Alright, um I wasn't the only one. Literally everybody in my circle, everybody outside my circle, their circles, etc. Everybody had a 2020 thing going on, right? Yeah, we had no freaking clue. And you are absolutely right. Like, it's already, and I saw so many, like, you know, memes and saying, like, okay, take us back to, like, take us back to, you know, last yeah. year or whatever it is. And, you know, it's just, it's just funny. Life has com- come to a complete stop. And mm-hmm. nobody saw it coming. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody saw it coming. <laughs> That's the thing that I, you know, I like that you mentioned. It's like, and now yeah. that we're here, uh, what do we do, right? Like, yeah. uh, apart from talking, uh, af- apart from the obvious economic devastation that is already happening and unfortunately is coming up, right? Like, our businesses are suffering. People are literally being laid off left and right. Uh, you know, there's going to be student loans and mortgages that are going to be going into forbearance and pushed forward because people have no more jobs. I mean, I am not lying when I say that hundreds of stories I've seen over just the past week where people don't have grocery money. Yeah. I mean, come, I mean, this isn't, I just could It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. I mean, look, guys, everything is linked to our jobs and how we make money and honestly that money goes the one at least the ones that goes towards necessities Mm. when that's affected it affects everything i mean even before mental health we always discuss as counselors in training if the person has a place to live if the person is sleeping and if the person is eating because if those three three or four things Mm. are affected then we know that the mental health may be linked to to the deprivation of basic needs. Yeah. So if a virus, not even the virus, if the situation that we are undergoing right now, right, in terms of politics and government, if it makes people lose their jobs, we will have a huge issue with basic necessities and also mental health right. because yeah. then they link. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I read something on the on the news, and for confidentiality purposes, I'm going to be very vague about location and 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 who it was, or 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 at least what I think I read. And that was somebody uh, had taken 
their own life because they didn't have enough finances to support their basic necessities. Yeah. During this time, is, like after yeah. like, during this is very real. I saw on Twitter this morning. It's so funny that this is brought up. I saw on Twitter this morning, and this somebody was like, it was kind of like trending almost that um that this is not only the pandemic that's going on there's going to be a suicidal pandemic that could be going on just because it could very well happen yeah because there's going to be a high rate of suicides because of so many people are losing not only jobs but are losing family members and loved ones oh and they some people are just not capable of handling you know um so much stress at once so there's going to be a really high suicide rate and i read that and i was like wow i did not even think about that i had no i'm sorry guys but honestly again i did not think of that you guys just brought mm-hmm. up a point well she also brings up a really good point and that's and that's um you know we were talking about this on a on a you know a political or government scale or 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 a workforce and business scale but now if you talk about physiological health and we talk mm-hmm. about how the virus has directly affected people that's in losing family members from the virus or because yeah. they couldn't get the treatment because of the crisis going on. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's like we have to, I mean, we are in a situation right now that affects us on multiple levels. And we know already um, that people who have high suicidality rates are people who are dealing with more than one major thing at once. Mm. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, the human mind can only handle so much at once. And if we don't have healthy outlets or if we have a disbalance of chemicals in our brain or if we have uh, uh, a major depression or, or uh, you know, um, self-esteem issues. I mean, there's, it, the list goes on and on. But when you combine all those things with a crisis or losing your job, that's mm-hmm. like the cherry on top, for lack yeah. of a better word. I mean, that really is a seal on the coffin. I, you know what I'm trying yeah. to say? Like, no, I agree. Yeah, I agree. People who are already suffering are suffering more because yeah. of this crisis. Yeah, you know, for even like for a lot of people, just going out, you know, small example, but just going out was a way of, you know, putting their mind to other things or distracting themselves. So they're totally. not at home just thinking about, you know, whatever. Um, yep. And they can't do that anymore. This is I just mean, one problem out of the many that. problems. Yeah. Exactly. As, as, sorry to cut you off there, but, um, you know, people who have diagnosed OCD and things, when they hear on the news that you need to wash your hands, they, they interpret it differently than us. It might exacerbate their symptoms. And, yeah. And, you know, for a lot of people, like people with social anxiety or they have speech therapy at school or they have sort of their only meal is at school. Yeah. When you take that away from them. Mm hmm one they're not going to grow out of whatever issues they're going through but two they're on a more serious note they're not going to be able to get that meal or that social interaction exactly or or the parents away from home which i see as teachers yeah even if you have like anxiety disorders you you know you every day would be like oh my god do i have this and that could literally send you into like serious panic attacks of thinking that oh my god i might have this you know absolutely i I mean look it's not even that you need a diagnosis of a mental health disorder from a dsm it's like every single human being is affected by this in some way shape or form because again the basic life needs are not being met 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. So even if you're an anxious person that's not uh, diagnosed with anxiety, when you hear so much information on your phone day in mm. and day out, yeah. the only thing you're going to be doing throughout your entire day is worrying. Yeah. You just too and, much. And I wish you guys could see we're all raising our hands right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you turn on the news and it's like, hi, good morning, coronavirus. <laughs> like that's it. Hi, good morning, corona. I swear to you, if for every time i heard this name in the past i don't know just two weeks yeah even just two weeks for just two weeks i you guys bring up a super good point um i can't believe that i completely forgot but like even at my job last week one of my jobs anyway um you know we, <laughs> we are constantly thinking about people who have alcohol problems mm. uh, uh, eating disorders uh, people who are like you mentioned you know already in mental health diagnoses yeah. all these people are at home they have access to these things in plenty yeah. unfortunately a lot of times they are dependent on support groups that they yeah. need to go out and you know ma- manage themselves or yeah. maintain their routines so I think like talking about all of this like you said Daha, we are affected on it on you know about this from this on a lot of levels yeah. how can we make sure or how do we uh, because I will be honest with you I was just thinking about this a little bit in the morning by myself honestly that you know uh, um, having heard so many stories of people not even having an idea where their next meal is coming from yeah. like how many million kids in the city 1.1 million kids in just New York City who oh are God. going to these schools uh, oh like God. what like 90% of them depend on these meals like one decent meal from schools yeah. alright like just thinking about that I was just thinking that my god like i know i'm stressed i know i'm worried about oh my god i'm losing a client you know because they don't have the money to pay me etc but i'm not worrying about where my next meal is coming from because i can buy up you know two two weeks worth of groceries or whatever and so just thinking of that you know it still puts us in the position of like what can we do in this moment where we see vulnerable people and how do we help and even if that means just reaching out to them to say how are you doing or is there something i can help with uh there are plenty of things online i don't know if you've seen but like freelancers uh you know freelancers don't have a job right like that's a steady job so more established designers or more uh you know better or well-known designers are like literally saying okay i'm gonna venmo Mm. freelancers hundred dollars or something a hundred dollars for the groceries etc yeah the stories that have come out of this yeah insane insane people are like yeah i don't i thank you so much for doing this i didn't have the copay for my next prescription you you saw the jessica walsh thing and stuff yeah yeah i mean it's insane amazing so how they can help yeah what do we do like i know we're not like you know we're not uh, in we're not absolutely licensed therapists or anything like that but we are human beings so what is a good way if uh from afar you know that we can reach out to some of these people and what will be a comforting thing or that maybe helps in this in this situation first i would say plant your feet first right use your coping skills your self-care to take care of yourself so you can take care of other people because now that you're grounded and you have your self-care met you have your basic necessities met now you can use all of the other spare time and resources for others it is there is no excuse especially having cell phones that you can't 
cannot check in on other people. Mm-hmm. Check in on your family members, check in on your friends, because guess what? You might have all your necessities met. You might have all your self-care met. So you might have all your basic life needs and your mental health in check. But it's not necessary that your neighbor or your friend or your colleague or your coworker or your family member or even family members overseas have the same peace of mind that you do. Right. So I, I believe it is our task, it is our job to check in on them. Check in, check in, check in. I mean, it's kind of like, I sound like a broken record because it's like a lot of the questions that mental health counselors get asked is, or counselors in training rather, is what do I do to help the people around me? And quite frankly, my answer is always help yourself first so you can help other people. You know, when you get on a plane and they talk to you about the oxygen mask, they always tell you to, tell you to put it on yourself first. Is that correct? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So always try to, you know, take care of yourself first and, and you know, and also incorporate your loved ones into that routine. Uh, that's how I would say do, especially in a time of crisis. Hmm. You know, this is new to us. Right. However, there's people who live in crisis their whole lives. Yeah, yeah. Like this is so their true. reality. It's funny because you see them and and you can see their posts or their letters or or, or their um, social media uh, interactions. They're like, really, you guys? Really? It's true. <laughs> this is our reality, and you guys, you know, you can't handle. It. I mean, not to, you know, we are, we we shouldn't be comparing people's situations. However, it's a good point. It's a good point to motivate yeah. ourselves on. You are absolutely right. You know yeah. what I was thinking of? Uh, people don't like to talk about it at all. But like communities such as those in Kashmir, communities in war-torn areas that have never seen a normal yeah. <laughs> piece of uh, a, you know life. It's, it's, I just, and this is funny and does not, you know, it's not serious at all. But like I, I heard like a New Yorker tweet that, guys, I lived and I grew up in like, you know, a war-torn Syria for, you know, eight years. We never once went and bought toilet paper in bulk. <laughs> this never happened. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, think about it. Think about it first. You you bring up a super good point. Uh, Kashmir, people of Kashmir, they've been living this since what? Like the past 50 mm-hmm. years. Yeah. They're not allowed yeah. to come out to their houses. Their kids don't go to school. They don't know what a normal social interaction is. They don't know what it's like to go out and get groceries without being bombed on or without being yeah. like, you know, stopped by military or army. Uh, forget going out and getting coffee. That's n- I don't even think that's a thought. So... You bring up a super good point. It's it's unfair to compare, of course, but I think that overall this experience makes us leaves us no choice but to have more compassion for these kind of people. Oh yeah. yeah. We cannot turn a blind eye. I mean, collectively we're in this. Collectively, this entire world is, you know, now has been thrust into this, you know, what we're calling quarantine or isolation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you really think about it, I don't think, at least in my years of existence. That I've seen that the entire world is going through something at the same yep. time. Like you see, yep. like you hear that oh, a certain part of the world is in war with a certain part of the world. Like 
but it's out of sight out of mind but like everybody at the same time is going through something at the same time yeah right. that's what i forgot about yeah that's crazy <laughs> you know it's, that if- it's it's something that my dad's co-worker he's like 80 something and he said that he's seen a lot in his life and he's hmm. never seen something happen so simultaneously and that's a lot coming from someone who saw like many 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 right? different wars yeah wars exactly yeah because the thing is it's affecting everybody like in a united way which i guess i can use as motivation as well like it's, it's it is definitely yeah. feel alone type of thing yeah but it affects everybody differently and it's like i feel like in this isolation we sh- we have this is the moment we should reflect yeah we should reflect on why we do what we do agreed exactly yeah in one of my classes, my most important class, my portfolio class, the first thing last week that one of uh, my class philosophers was to my professor was like, I don't even know why I'm doing this anymore. Like, I don't wow. I don't want to finish, you know, and consciousness. Yeah, she was like, so not motivated anymore. And portfolio is the one thing that's going to pass you in school. But well, she it's gonna get you a job exactly but she's like i i don't know why i'm doing this anymore like there's i see no point to this because it's negative self-talk your subconscious i believe i forgot what it was it's your mind anyways in simpler terms it's your mind that has this thing called negative self-talk which we're all a victim of i mean because we've had conversations outside the podcast and we know that we all have (laughs) negative self-talk a lot right but i think your professor is experiencing that too because it's like when you're in isolation you have more time and with that time you do a lot of reflection but sometimes that reflection becomes overthinking and then you start being really negative it's kind of a natural process i don't know anybody who's immune to it i mean i'm a pretty positive person too but when i'm uh who we are when no one's watching when i'm alone (laughs) i I feel that you know there is a certain side of me that comes out that's like really negative like oh my god i you know i didn't know that in my nose look like that like you know what i mean mm-hmm, like right. stupid little things come up in your mind right but to your point both of your points i mean this is natural this is a process of like finding purpose like us human beings we need a purpose right because this 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 for, for some reason to go back to your example this person thought that oh my god you know my if i go to school everything is fine you know like this is how much we depend on a normal life yeah normalcy like for context everybody artists and designers we depend on what we call a portfolio to you know qualify as one (laughs) qualify as a designer who's gonna go get a job or make a name for themselves or create their own you know creative businesses or whatever so for this person or somebody like them to say what is the point of this anymore you know is a huge deal because she's not the only one there are so many more people right that are just like why am i even doing this anymore etc etc but guess what i think that creating your own purpose identifying that yes with despite the hardship right now i do need to move on exactly and i do need to like think of the brighter side I keep on repeating this to Manahil and we keep on repeating this to each other that there's going to be two kinds of people, ones that are going to come out of this and be like, what did I just go through in the past four, five, whatever this is going to continue as, you know, uh, in these weeks. And then there's going to be those people that are going to be like, all right, I took the time to reflect, you know, talk myself out of negative moments, go through this hardship with other people 
but I also was able to, you know, do this, this, and this. And yeah, it's not exactly. exactly, you know, a list of productive things that you want to do. But I think it's extremely important that we keep on thinking through this in a positive way where we are proud of coming out on the other side and saying, okay, I handled this in a respectable way. I did not panic like so many people already are, <laughs> you know, and... Yeah maybe i helped some people too i think yes, like imagine that feeling yeah so yeah i think there's gonna be like eight different types of people that come out of this because yeah. everyone has their unique experience you know what i mean but i know yeah. i know what you mean by saying two oh yeah people, no but, of course yeah I, I think ideally speaking people should get something out of it because yeah it's like, yes this should cause some change i mean look this is the time to reassess your passion i mean we talk a lot about uh, qualifications and how us three you know we went through school and we're going through licensing and we have this and we have that but it's also because there's another component and that component's fa uh, passion I was gonna say fashion but that's another <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, like because you're passionate about it and and through isolation I think through this entire crisis this has really proven I have proven Taha to talk to Taha I was I've seen that this is what I want to go into because I want to help people who go through things like this. Like that's a positive thought I had, you know, besides reassessing the way my nose looks. <laughs> but, um, but you know, I was able to be, I was able to rekindle my, my uh, light, if you will. But some people right. are going to be really burnt out. Yeah. Yes. Like, Why am I doing this? Why? And it's like reassess your passion because this is the time to do it. This is the time to reapply. This is the time to change your major. This is the time to change your job. Can you imagine what all the doctors and medical health yeah. workers are oh, thinking right oh, now? <laughs> my brother's a doctor and he gave me a little bit of a, you know, you know, tidbits here and there. But Yeah, they're going to be the ones that need a break after this. I mean, okay, yes, in the history of this... Break, give them protective gear, not to get political, but no. seriously? I, <laughs> that's true. In the history of this podcast, we've talked about the medical field a lot. I just want to take a moment here and say, truly salute you guys. Yeah. I mean, we appreciate you it's so much. So I'm seeing so many stories. It's it's insane. It's unbelievable. I mean, to We're literally equivalent to soldiers at this yes. point, especially yeah. in this crisis. And also, shout out to my janitors, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and like all of the the cleaners and the transport cleaners and retail workers. Yeah, the delivery workers. Oh the yeah, truck drivers, grocery workers. They have to touch warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> Instacarts. Instacarts. Every, I mean, truly, honestly, I, I literally read this morning that all UPS, FedEx workers, they're actually working overtime. Despite oh. coronavirus symptoms, they're oh continuing to God. work. I mean, it is, I just, I have nothing but the most, like, love for all these people right now. And just think about it for a second, like, how much of a privileged world we live in. Yeah. It's not even funny until, like, something like this happens. We don't have ventilators, for God's sakes, for people who are coming into hospitals. We don't have masks. Oh these doctors are using sanitizers on four-day-old masks just to make it through i mean literally this is what it means to literally put your life in danger to save somebody else's how many mm -hmm. stories have you heard of these you know workers or these hospital uh you know uh staff get sick themselves yeah yeah and die oh of course they're yeah. risking themselves every day yeah and they have to they have to 
they also can't see their families they have to literally sleep in the garage or another part of the house and not even interact with their family because they oh. might be carriers most definitely might be because they're helping all these other people and we can't stay home and we can't stay home yeah. can you believe have you seen yeah those the florida ones, beaches oh, say, like like <sighs> we, we we work what was it we work here so you can work from home wait what was it i'm messing it up uh, the, the doctor one we work yeah, the one we stay uh, home because weekend or something like that yeah it was like uh we work we for work you. for you so you can stay home or something so you like can that. stay home yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know you which we're not doing still because spring break is so important to us and oh, we have to oh, go to miami don't even you know that's actually a good topic to talk about on the podcast it's so frustrating i can't believe people i mean listen Minahil and kinza you know our desi south asian catchphrase abayar Saying, yo, it doesn't matter. I'm not gonna be affected. Translation. Now we got freaking college students who we respect a lot saying that they're that they're educated. And what are you doing? The exact opposite. They're doing something that's very jahil. Yeah. Something that yeah. is very non-educated. Going to crowds of people when explicitly world governments are telling you not to do that just because you wanted you didn't want to miss on spring break and the flight tickets were cheap yeah are you kidding me right now i don't even this is like i mean i want to go out too but does that mean i'm gonna risk other people's health you're like oh it's gonna risk my health Uh, it's my health it's my business yeah but guess what you're taking a flight back home yeah yeah and the people on the freaking plane are gonna be I don't even know. And you're taking it back to like the vulnerable communities and yeah. they're not even vulnerable anymore. Like 55% of the people I just saw and again nothing on this podcast like statistically don't quote us but like yeah. literally more than 50% this morning news at least showed that it's between 25 to 49 years of age. Uh, this is not just yeah. about old people anymore. Yeah. It's just it's not. Oh, it's because if you guys it's a virus. It's I mean I mean look. Yeah, not, it's not going to like I'm not a medical major but I know I know that bacteria it turns into super bacteria and viruses can get smarter. Oh totally. Obvi, this this yeah. already thing this this thing already has what like five different kinds. And it's just unfortunately again we live in a very privileged world <laughs> where we think that we know better, we are better than anybody else, we're invincible. We we're untouchable, kind of invincible no? right. yeah, yeah, but I'm never gonna get it. I the mean, next thing you know, you have it. I, and if this doesn't open everybody's eyes to like how extremely delicate the human race is, I yeah. don't know what will. Yeah. I just don't know can what I will. Just, can I just say, can we just have next thing you know you have it on a shirt, please? Yeah. Merch idea. <laughs> that would <laughs> be a good merch, yeah. <laughs> because we do wait until something bad happens then we realize oh we shouldn't have done that it's like it's like look when you get a plumber to come over your house and they're like guys take care of this leak it's gonna get bad oh we'll get around to it we'll put tape on it guess what happens four weeks later the freaking ceiling falls and water is everywhere flooded yep this is exactly what this is about i i completely agree and I, I think we should take a moment here to respect everybody who's literally putting their lives on the line. Yeah. The least we can do is we can stop going out except for absolutely when necessary. I mean, the lines yeah. in the ERs are already crazy. Yeah. The lines in testing sites are already crazy. 
uh, we've already seen the insanity going yeah. outside of like grocery yeah. stores even just even just our next door target did you know that there are lines forming over there every day yeah, before it, it opens yeah wow whole foods target i saw it on my friend's um story there are lines before they open literally <laughs> like what is going on and again going back to our early yeah and going back to your earlier point for some parts of the world this is everyday life yeah because food is scarce and and my (laughs) it's so funny because our dad was just like you know going back with us on one of our very limited grocery trips by the way um and he was like my my sister was my our youngest sister fatma she's been on the show um she was like Oh my god, they put a limit on the dairy products and the pizzas. They're like, uh yeah, two pizza bo- uh, two pizza boxes or pasta boxes per family, etc., etc. And my, and my dad, yeah, exactly. And my dad was like, "Yeah, that's exactly how it should happen." <laughs> in, everyone's in shock. They can't yeah. they don't fathom that this is happening. Yeah. And my mom was at Costco the other day and she was like, she was like, uh she saw this guy with like four gallons of milk and like the 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 other girl who was working in that aisle took the two gallons of the four and put it back in the fridge. <laughs> I mean, that was kind of there's a lot to unpack there because it's like, okay, did this person really need it? But right. the thing that is that I guess everyone got lucky. The person was cooperative and then guess who took the other two gallons of milk? My mom. <laughs> 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 so it's like, I mean, in a Desi household, you know that nine gallons of milk, and now this is not sure. original, I saw it online, <laughs> that nine gallons of milk is like, is like normal because of chai, but like, look, going off of that, right, every Karen and her sister right now is going to markets and buying out like, like right. a plethora of one item. Yeah. Multiple items, but like each, you know, seven things of of hand sanitizer instead of just two um and that bothers me because it's like okay now you're not thinking about all the other people yeah you're right. just thinking about yourself yeah you have enough money to to be able to afford groceries constantly right that's your privilege but a lot of people don't a lot of people rely on a paycheck to come in yeah then they budget it and then they buy Right, so they don't. So by the time they reach the grocery store, I mean things can be empty. Yeah, they are. Which they are, and they have yeah, been for two are. months. That's the reality. Yeah, all these older people. I mean, plenty of pictures of older people standing besides like empty shelves yeah. of product. Oh, it's so sad. Yeah, the elderly is just a whole other story. And you know what? You're right. There are going to be like eight different kinds of people that come out of this. I also saw <laughs> in Twitter sphere. That like some people are thinking that gun businesses, like businesses that are selling guns, should be open at this moment because they're essential oh as life sustaining. I mean, this yeah. by no means is a political podcast, but I'm just saying that a lot the of law enforcement is there. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're not working from home. <laughs> the cops are still out. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I mean, that's kind of ridiculous. It, just, the all we need really really we only need to do, do things for this to be over like stay home and wash your hands like that is it you don't even need sanitizer you just need soap <laughs> literally yeah i read something about that how antibacterial soap kills hello antibacterial <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean but the thing is soapy water breaks down uh viruses because of something to do with their outer layer and not connecting to your skin so it's yeah. always important to use 
soap and water. I mean, alcohol does a similar effect, but it's not as effective as just washing your hands. Yeah, it has yeah. to be 70% or more alcohol-based, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, still, still, any type of soap is still better. Yeah, all the old soap, soap and water is great. Like, we can get over this so fast if people literally just stay home for the next two weeks and wash their hands like i'm so tired just please it'll be over so soon if you just do this and it is everywhere this wash your hands and stay home it's everywhere you yeah, can't but, miss it but people are not people who don't listen yeah still and th- those are the people that because of them this is being so prolonged you know who else the people who see the sun in March and they're like, oh, okay, wait, spring? I need to go outside. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. It's good. You can go outside. You're allowed to take walks. You're allowed to go to uh, go on a bicycle. Obvi. But that's freaking like near Brooklyn Bridge and stuff. Yeah, that's not people okay. People are going in thousands. I'm like, what are you doing? People are going in hundreds, my bad. I can't. I can't. Why are you going in groups? The groups Just are go by just yourself. Going. Oh my god. Might as well call yourself the Corona Bicyclers. Ah! <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Is that even a word? I don't. Know. We just made it into one. I don't know. Like, what, what is? Like, it, because the thing is, it's still coming as a shock to people. We know because right. it's a trauma and crisis. The first step is always shock and denial. Always. Right. right. Like, even before you think that you're going to relapse into thinking about something else. Yeah. It's usually just shock and fear. Yeah. But and denial. So well, people are like, no, I continue my life. Especially New Yorkers, hello, the most stubborn bunch. Just like Karachi people. <laughs> yeah, just like all Desi people. Because coming back to our title, like, yeah. just please don't wait till you get it, you know? Just take precautions before. <laughs> before anything happens. But you guys the are... The way that uh, she said it was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so Say it again. Nana's already over it. Because she's so I am so yeah, like literally that's all you have to do just do it like but nobody's listening it's like it's like being it's like you're a teacher of a kindergarten class and no one freaking listens to you or like you're babysitting a hundred kids at one time my worst it's, nightmare <laughs> you know what no that that is a really good way to put it it's true and um, look at it people are throwing tantrums yeah like that, that class yeah <laughs> yes and our grandparents are better than listening than like some of these teenagers out there right i now. have to applaud my grandparents yeah. here they are very stubborn i have to tell you that but they're actually listening i thought they were not going to cancel our monthly family get together but they actually did they yeah. were like no no beta no son we social distancing yeah, I was like, they're what? So <laughs> dude yeah enough effort and enough Patience, which people forget. You can't yeah. nail it in people's head. You have to be patient. Right. Um, unfortunately, I had to learn that the hard way. Um, <laughs> you, you, you must be persistent in trying to give people information, one, when they ask. And if they yeah. don't ask, try to bring it up in conversation. Yeah. Try to educate them in a way that you're trying to make it sound like you're not telling them but you're sharing something that might benefit both exactly and this you bring a great point um especially in our community there is people have all like suddenly become like medical experts and they're like these whatsapp (laughs) whatsapp aunties and all of that and you know they're like um giving their own medical opinion on everything and how to like you know these are all fake it's fake news. Yep. It's fake My news. My favorite it is, is fake news. It's I mean, look at WhatsApp auntie. Yes. WhatsApp auntie. Yeah, yeah, like, do this and all right, heat up 
heat up a, a clove of garlic and just yeah. throw it at everyone. <laughs> My favorite I, is the forwarded message yes. of like, you know, say this prayer a thousand times, yeah. oh my and God's wrath is gonna go away. Oh my God, I hate people who are like, yeah. oh, you guys, you guys treated this person or this group of people wrong. Now this is our yeah, problem. exactly. It's not article. It's not. It's not. Oh my God. Or like lemon water is like supposed that. to fix everything. It's oh crazy. And then another thing is the whole social distancing thing. Like, don't take it personally. You know, so many people yeah. Yeah. in our community. Shake somebody's hand the other day and took it personally. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're not just 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 for a little bit. Don't take it personally. You know. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. But it's also like okay, again, like everything we're talking about today, there's an equilibrium. There's a balance. Okay, there's a balance between how much you should or shouldn't do something and how much you should or shouldn't be giving something such as advice, right? So for me, I feel like, yes, this has its advantages. We're all home and, and everything's great, but everything's not great. Like here's the equilibrium part. Here's the other side. Here's the playing devil's advocate. You're coming home from college and you have a toxic family system, right? Mm. And now, something that you weren't part of for a, a long period of time, now you're yeah. suddenly thrown back into it. Hmm. It, yeah. it takes a toll on people, okay? Yeah. There is a huge, not only a mental health aspect because of basic necessities not being met, it's also the social gathering family aspect, as you were saying. It's it's not only the, to prevent the, the, the disease we should be talking about this, it's the people who are suddenly thrown back into it. They don't yeah. know how to handle it. They right. don't know how to be that person again because they've sort of grown away from being that person who's always around yeah. family and now they ha suddenly have to change and i think that's like so hard it is people. yeah exactly i was also thinking about all the um child like child abuse you know all the children Ooh. that have to stay home now um every day for i don't know how long you know when school was their only escape exactly or, yeah. that's a really good point you bring up sadly it's unfortunate, but I think one thing that we should definitely address here, and I would like to say that a lot of our listeners are, uh, you know, of our age and, you know, younger, older also. Um, but, you know, we are hearing a lot of stories about, you know, why am I doing this? I'm going to be graduating into a recession. How am I going to get a job? Minaha is raising her head right now. Um, I think... <laughs> And Taha has literally yeah. thrown his head back right now yeah. with a hand over his face. But we we must, Move we on. must, we must stick together. Yeah. We have yes. to, we have to depend on each other um, as a community. We must reach out to each other. And like, if there is anything that we think another person can help us, we must not hold back and ask for help. Now more than ever, like Taha said before, we should check in. If yeah. Menahil, like, I would say that, like, if you, you know, you might have not even talked to this girl ever in your life. But, like, if you feel like you have two words of, you know, support for her, even though you need it yourself. If you feel like, you know, you can give yeah. it to her, I would say that do it. Um, it was funny that you not, you know, I, I, it was it's really sad that you guys brought up, like, you know, the whole we're going to be looking out for, you know, a long time, like a suicide 
uh, tendency watch, you know, in the future. That's they, a good. That's a good way you said it. Yeah. Right. Um, so we have to be mindful of that. Let's be mindful of people who are definitely going to need financial help. I mean, not that you know we have extra okay. money laying around. You're right. But you know, help can come in all sorts of ways. Yeah. If if it's a word, if it's a dollar, if it's you know a piece of chicken, I don't know. I don't know. You know. Oh, that would help me. A smile. Yeah. 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 So the main thing that we're that we're getting at, whoever is listening to this right now, just take a moment, assess yourself. If you have some area of your life that you need help with, reach out. I promise you, there's going to be people who will help you. And two, even if they don't, you're gonna find other people who have a similar situation. They can help you in terms of what to do next. Yeah. Also. Check in on your loved ones. Check in on your friends. Check in on your families. Check in on your neighbors. Make sure that they're also doing relatively okay. I mean, no one's actually baseline right now. Everyone's kind of, you know, shifting yeah. yep. between the negative and positive scale. Me, me, myself included. But again, just check in on people. Reach out and also give a lending hand. I think that would be. I mean, this this is. This is essentially something that's transcended all boundaries, mm-hmm. which is kind of the beautiful thing about it. This is like the beauty in the ugly truth, right? Right, and the beauty is that it transcends boundaries. This virus does not discriminate between race, gender, sexual orientation, culture, religion. It doesn't discriminate, but we do, right? Hmm. So why don't we learn from the virus in 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 a sense that if that virus is splitting up humanity? Let us be the ones who bring it back together. Totally. Let us be the ones to help our neighbor who is different from us. Yeah, completely yeah. agree. And well, you put. know what I mean. Yeah. That's how we will battle it. Very well put. Thank you for that. Yeah, we are also here. So if anybody wants to reach out, just know that we have a good, uh, you know, balance of negative positive energy right now. We do have the time. Um, and I want to say like maybe mental capacity or like, you know, um, enough will, I want to say to help. So if anybody feels like they're having a hard time and just want to maybe throw in a message that we could maybe respond positively to or with a smile, like you said, it would be awesome. I mean, we can all, I mean, everyone can give informal and unprofessional advice. I mean, because on a human level, we can all relate, right? Right. So if you guys have any topics that you think are are not even for the podcast, just topics that you think are coming up for you. And you just want to let it out. You want to type it somewhere. You want to talk to someone about it. Go to our community board and post it there only because you have the option to remain anonymous. Right. Yeah. Right. It, and if it asks you for an email, that is for security reasons that we need to have that email, um, you know, just in case something isn't, you know, appropriate. However, we do have a, a platform for you to post anonymously. So if you're trying to seek help, you don't want your name attached to it, you're, or you don't, you're not even seeking help and you just want to share your story, please uh, go over to our website and check it out. Yep. Yes. Thank you so much, guys. This was such a nice um, time. Yeah, and just... I'm so grateful we could do this. Yeah. Like Same this. Here. I mean, yeah. thank you guys. Every time you guys um, we do this project, I always learn something new from you guys, and it really, you know, it it lightens it lightens me up that there is other people in other fields that have an in- lasting interest in the passion that I have, and that's mm-hmm. helping to change. Me. Right. Yep. Lots of love. Yeah. Lots of love from afar. 
Um, <laughs> but very close. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think that I think that this is it for this week. Well, guys, thank you so much for watching. It's thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being a part of this. And honestly, thank you for your support as well. Um, we are still trying to figure out a lot of different aspects of this project. So please bear with us and please continue to support us because this is just the beginning. Once we bloom, once this flower blooms, once this Lokya Kehenge goes gold, you will be part of the first few people who support us. So thank you, yeah. thank you, thank you. And uh, also remember, amidst this crisis, amidst this um, situation that we're all going through, still don't worry about the judgment people's place. Don't worry about Lokya Kehenge. Thanks guys. Thank you so much. Guys. That was really good. Thanks. <laughs>